welcome back to another episode of Buffs and Nerves. How are you doing today, Sam? I'm doing excellent. It's great to be back after our little hiatus. Uh, you know, I traveled the world a bit, saw a bit of uh, everything, and uh, yeah, learned a bit about myself. It's great. I may have taken a trip as well, um, yeah. but I, I mean, I stayed here. Wink. But yeah, we took, a little, we, we took a little hiatus. We were finishing off uh, another project that we were working on together. They call me Baba. Uh, check it out on the uh, the director's YouTube channel, William Hushmandi. You can find it at Billy Hush. It's B-I-L-L-Y-H-O-U-S-H. Or uh, that's on YouTube. Or you can just search They Call Me Baba on YouTube. And uh, yeah, it'll come up. And it's just, uh, it's just a nice little piece about a father and son and uh you know kind of finding their identity together um sam edited it i uh produced and uh shot it our good friend friend of the podcast william hushmandi billy hushmandi um directed it and uh yeah it's a mine refinery and hoosh production joint and you should definitely check it out it was uh a lot of a lot of fun and a lot of hard work and uh i think it paid off in the end and uh yeah absolutely i thank you, I thank you again sam for your editing skills no problem my pleasure it was fun to edit so anyway, so that is why we had a bit of a hiatus, and also, eh, we there was there was there were things. So for this episode, we are gonna do a little bit of something different. We played the game It Takes Two. I guess I'll throw it over to you, Sam. What what what, what is this game all about? Hit, hit me with your with your uh, just kind of overview of It Takes Two. Uh, it's a third-person platformer where you have to play co-op mode with another person, whether online or... I think you can technically hot-seat it, but... Yeah, you're basically two little uh, cute dolls of parents that are in a relationship that is fading, uh, brought together by the voodoo practices of uh, their child. And, uh, yeah, you come to life and you have to get through this uh, platform world by working together. It's... It's yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's it, it's like a cool little game. Like as you said, it's um like there's you know it's a it's a family of uh, three. It's like the two parents and the daughter, and the parents are having problems. And they decide to get a divorce, and this is you know um, conveyed in the opening cutscene. And the daughter has these two dolls, and she cries on them, which turns them in, into like the manifestation of the parents. Like the parents are like trapped in the dolls, and then you traverse this. Um, kind of exaggerated world of like you're the miniature doll so you're like you know you're in a tree you're you know um, inside of a snow globe whatever you're kind of in the, you're in a, in a room this exaggerated giant room like bedroom um, yeah so I thought, Wait, I thought are, are you telling me that wasn't a one-to-one replica of a real place that game <laughs> It it looked it, there there were times where I it seemed like it was reality, but then also reality was quite warped. So yeah, so like as you said as well, like it's it is a, so it's a, it's a game called It Takes Two. So it's it's a co op game. Uh, you were playing at home, I was playing at home. Yet the whole entire time the game is split screen. You can I can see my side on. I was uh, I was playing as the character Cody, the dad. You were playing as uh, May, the mom, and. Yeah, so you see a split screen. I'm on one side, you're on the other side. And as I said, the game's called It Takes Two. It's all about working together, coordinating, helping each other out. It's very much like it's like a platformer puzzle game. And there's just 
so many puzzles and every puzzle it takes some sort of coordination and some sort of, like you like it, you're always like two halves of a whole that need to work together to accomplish kind of like whatever whatever task is set in front of you yeah uh it was a very cooperative experience as you mentioned and um trying to think if there's anything else we're missing in the broad overview but that's basically i mean it's a third person platformer basically that you have to play with someone else and you have to work together to solve the vast majority but there are a couple puzzles where one player is passive and the other one's doing something but for the most part it's basically every section you get a sort of pair of complementary powers like for example in one section you could one character shoots a goop that in of itself is a little heavy and can weigh things down but the other character shoots matches which uh can explode the goop so and then you use those oh wait you were of... shooting matches i did not even realize that i thought they were just like like fireballs or something that's no cool. they I were matches realize... yeah they're like little sort of uh waterproof strike anywhere matches i think oh no they weren't strike anywhere they didn't have the little white tip of the those kinds of matches yeah um and it was a lot of fun uh for the most part yeah a little long <laughs> so i think we'll try to keep things spoiler free ish for the beginning part we at some point do need to touch on the actual story of, of course game. yeah of course yeah. of course we'll, so, we'll let you know when we get into that uh dear listener and yeah if you want to save that just stop at that point we'll there's get, we'll, not we'll, we'll huge later. spoilers in the game like let's be real um yeah. i guess the biggest question obviously we won't spoil it right now but the question the biggest question is like are these two characters going to get together but we'll talk on that a little bit later mm, on. i think more stay together or stay, together, stay together. together sorry sorry you're right you're i mean they have a kid they definitely got together oh proofs in the pudding yeah exactly um so let's just kind of start off i guess um i'll throw it to you what did you like about this game what 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 were your, what was uh what were some things that you really dug about this game well my favorite thing about the game was actually the art direction it's a very beautiful looking game um it has a very sort of distinct art style I, i'm not going to say distinct it's it's very kind of what you would expect if someone described the game it's like oh you become cute little dolls and you have to traverse a property going through the garden and the attic and a bedroom and stuff like that uh you kind of can probably picture what it looks like in your head but it's very well done the animation was very smooth you never had a feeling of uh being taken out of the world or like oh i'm playing a video game while playing it it was a very like natural environment that progressed naturally between places and had, just had an overall beautiful look so i would say my favorite thing about it is actually weirdly the aesthetic but i also have to say I'm not the biggest platformer fan in the first place, so the gameplay was never going to be my number one thing, I don't think. How about yourself? Uh, well, first and foremost, and something that we haven't talked about talked about was the uh, pricing of the game. It was mm -hmm. it's not a full price game, but you know, it was how how much was it? I think it was like 40 bucks. 40 Canadian or something? For, like it was 40 something because I think I sent you like $24 or something. Anyway, so the thing is um, about this game is you purchased it and then you, since it's co-op, like the other person doesn't need to own it. The other, You can send it as like a game pass to your friend and they can play it for free essentially. Mm -hmm. So obviously you and I split the game, but yeah, it's, you know, we only had to buy one copy essentially. Now I don't have the game. I think I can play like the first level or like the first section well, for free. Yeah, actually, this is a good place to throw in this little side note of something that I did like that they did, which didn't affect us at all, is the fact that if you're thinking, hmm, I want to play this game, my friend wants to play this game, but I don't know if we actually want to spend the money on it. If two people have the Friend Pass version, which is essentially the free download of the game, you can actually play through the first section for free, which I believe is just the shed, 
Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, you yeah, play yeah, it through yeah. the whole thing? Just the shed. Just the shed. Like, I think once you leave the shed area... The oh, that very first, like, room. Yeah, room. section. or not, not, not the first puzzle, but my understanding is the yeah. first section like once they change the environment from the shed it then becomes oh, okay. i believe the tree area am yeah, i right about that yeah. okay that's so that's so pretty neat. yeah no i, I shouts out to that I, I one thing i'll say that's nice about that is it's a, it shows a slight return of something that we haven't we've touched on we've never done a full episode about is that it feels like demos are starting to make a bit of a comeback in video gaming like a little bit of like here's a little slice of the game to they play. never left they just call it a beta now yeah but <laughs> Betas generally are more for online. Like, well, that's what there should be for. But now yeah. they're like releasing quote betas the weekend of a release. Like it's like this game here's the beta on a Monday on a on a Friday and the game ships on a Tuesday. It's like nothing's getting fixed. Oh yeah, time. because the game would be have been alpha or not alpha. What's the term for gongold? Gongold, yeah, gongold in order ship. to be releasable in two days. It's yeah. No, this is this is like that co-op thing is great because it allows two people to check it out and it is a legit demo which i think is something that more and more games should do because i remember back in the day when every game had a demo it was great because you oh, could yeah. play a bit and go like oh this is what i want no this isn't what i want and demos coming on like other like coming with other games like on the disc yeah. or like getting those um i remember the, the 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 jam packs or whatever in the playstation magazines those were killer i yeah. remember some people I heard of, uh, you would go and uh, just like slid open the pack and like like swipe the demo disc from like the uh, the, the plastic pack of the game. Again, I I've heard of people doing that. I don't I don't know anybody that did do it. Yeah, I, I don't worry. They're DB Cooper. I don't think they're hunting you. <laughs> um, also, like the Pizza Hut back in the day, you'd get the Pizza Hut demo discs. Like so classic, so classic. But you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like the like the pricing model, the uh, demo, like, and it shows a confidence in the game. Like you know yes. what I mean? If you're putting out a demo, you're being like, and also like it. That's a good vertical slice of the game too. Yeah. And and I like would say a warranted section. confidence in this case. The the game is quite good, even for me, someone who does not like platformers i do not enjoy them i do not seek them out i had for the most part a good time playing this so uh yeah if i see i guess we can start right now with a commercial pitch why in the fuck not if you think you want to try it takes two download the free friend version check it out you can play with a friend online obviously but there's also i think online matchmaking if you just don't have someone to play with so uh yeah it's worth checking out yeah and like it's a type of game though too where it's like if you did play with a stranger like with online matchmaking or like an lfg or something that i don't know if there's an lfg site for this game um, there probably is but I yeah figure actually with a game like this there would be yeah or like i'm sure there's like a subreddit or something yeah. but it's like it definitely like this game is definitely better played with a good friend or like significant other or podcast co-host type thing a distant podcast co-host in our case podcast acquaintance Ooh, even that's kind of stretching it um <laughs> yeah if you're playing with random people online you definitely are like rolling the dice on that one you might get someone who's really good and being like okay yeah no let's do this on level or you I, if you had someone who just like slightly wrong personality it could be frustrated because there are parts in the game where for a co-op game i'm gonna say you do need to communicate but it's not like every single puzzle you need to be like okay here's what we're gonna do i would say there's maybe like only like four or six like half a dozen ten at the most 
individual puzzles where you need to be like, okay, you do this, communicate. Otherwise, it's fair. Most of the time, it's fairly straightforward. It's like, oh, I pull on this, you do on that. I I shoot this, you tap. Well, that. I, like, I'd I'd say the times we like had to communicate the most were like figuring out mechanics. Yeah, there wasn't like like you said, there was maybe like half a dozen where you literally had to like communicate and be like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm ready for this. Also, you have the split screen, so you can look over and see exactly what your what your counterpart's doing. But yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd I'd say the most part, the communication was like figuring out what we were supposed to do i think i yeah i guess you you actually said more clearly than i did that's basically what i meant like once you figure out what needs to be done it's generally you you wouldn't need to type you're like oh i've got to be doing this because then he's going to do that and but yeah like i said there was a few times that it was six out of i'm gonna just spitball a a number here and say there was like let's say there's a hundred puzzles six of them you needed to actually be coordinating both to figure out what to do and then actually to do it like okay i can't really see what you're doing you do your thing i'm done it okay now i can do my thing for the most part actually you can yeah or play like a pretty split. silently with a person yeah and then there was like a couple like you said there was like a split timing thing where you're like okay do it yeah. now okay do it now type thing where it's like yeah you need to be very precise with your time but again i feel like at the end of the day you could probably brute force this game with absolute mm-hmm. like with absolutely no communication like yeah. just a rando across the internet and you could just probably brute force this game um figuring it out uh, it's Which not, weirdly I'm sorry go ahead Fitch, oh I was gonna say, it's not like super complex there were like a few times where we were, we were scratching our noggins being like okay this is beatable what do we need to do and then half the time it was like oh obviously this like the yeah. one magnet puzzle where like they literally taught us that mechanic like three minutes earlier where we have to like meet in the middle whoops yeah. as i smack my mic um where we have to like meet in the middle and then like two seconds later we're like how do we solve this puzzle and then finally you're like oh we meet in the middle yeah i i, I would say i'm also i believe i might start countering what i said earlier i'd say you pretty much want to be playing this with a person you know or at least someone you have solid communication with it doesn't necessarily have to be oh, your best friend fun. or wife but it could be like if you're in a clan or something like that like a clan mate someone who you can at least kind of talk to and not be like oh do you mind doing this you know you have to have um, there has to be some mild rapport i think in order for it to be a comfortable enjoyable but I, with, given what this game is i don't think you would be going at it with like oh i'm just by myself i'm gonna buy this and play online with some random yeah I, you kind I don't of have to have, have somebody yeah you kind of have to have somebody in mind that you want to yeah. play it with and like you're kind of like maybe you're like you know send him a note like will you play it takes two with me and you put like yes no circle one type thing yeah and you pass it back through science class and then the teacher comes on takes the notes like i'm gonna read this to the whole class and it's all like i think you're cute and then everyone laughs at you and then they keep laughing and you run out of the classroom and then you go down the stairs and you go to that little place under the stairs in the west hallway that you can sort of hide for a bit you cry you cry for a while and then uh several years later you start drinking sounds suspiciously specific. i mean in general that's happened to everybody right See what you do. You have the decoy note that's like, Miss Smith is fantastic. She's the best English teacher. Where were we? English class? Oh, no, I was trying to pass it to my English teacher. Sorry. The teacher who intercepted was actually a fellow classmate. It was a weird. No, I'm just kidding. Let's take out that part there, by the way. That's risky. I feel like that's saying it. No, take it out. Take out the old teacher love triangle thing. That's not that's not going to play. All right. I think it was funny. We'll move on. 
So, yeah, I, I, I think you need somebody that, you know, you're like you said, there's a familiarity, there's a comfortability where you have that rapport where you can be like, yo, oh, yo, you got to press that button. Oh, like or somebody else is like, yeah. oh, you just jump on that switch. Um, You need that kind of. Yeah. Like, like you said, you need that rapport. You need that comfortability. Like and, I said, you need something on the level of like a clan mate. Like you don't have to necessarily be best friends, but someone you you can pass instructions back and forth to and they won't be like, I know, man. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I also I feel like the better you know somebody, the probably the more you'll get out of the game. Like if you played it with like a significant other, like a, like a husband or wife or whatever, or a significant other, and um, or like a best friend. Like I feel like you would probably get more out of it than if you played with you know a casual acquaintance or something. Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, my, sure, opinion. that's sure. my opinion. It would also go faster. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it, it depends too. Like we like the game doesn't lend itself very much to exploration like we definitely at first were kind of yeah. like exploring every environment looking for like nooks and crannies if there's any secrets and then it was like pretty early on like within the first level like even before the tree where we're like okay like there's not really many secrets there might be like a little offshoot to a mini game but there's no like collectibles or anything like that which i thought was a little bit weird i thought there would be some sort of collectible i actually was like okay that. with that because i think what it did was it forced you to f keep focusing on the next puzzle there were little side things like in the tree there's a thing you can do with photographs um which was interesting right. but then yeah, there was yeah. also and, but that wasn't even like hidden that was like you had to walk yeah you walk right you walk right past that um but then there were like and some of the hidden stuff i was like what is this like there was uh do you remember in the clock level the the love boat kind of thing where we got in a paddle oh, yeah, boat together and went on this thing. yeah yeah and it was just like Oh, it looks like you stop at this place inside this uh, tunnel. There's nothing going on here. Let's leave. Oh, we're back where we started. What was the point of that, other than to simply take a? I think I think there's just like a little. Uh, it's just like a little it, thing. It's just there's nothing to it. Like I found other little things where you can interact with stuff, and it would do things like like I can't. Oh, uh, the car pulling one. You remember the one where I pulled you in the car, and then you would jump up through the hoop. Like we for the longest time, we always trying to play oh, right. Yeah. We thought that was the puzzle, and it just turned out to be a thing. Like oh yeah, where you then... just yeah, you just like slingshot the other guy through the yeah. like pull pulled back the car and shoot through hoop, and we're like, why is this not working? We're nailing it, and then we're like, oh, we literally just keep walking to the right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 a game where there's are little there are little things to do on the side, but they're not that important, and pretty much the game is constantly going. You want to go this way. You're trying to get through that gate over there. You know, like it doesn't. I, d except for figuring out the mechanics of the puzzle, there, there never came a part. I think where we were just straight up like, where do we go from here? I think there might have been like one where you paused for a bit and said, "Oh, oh, the hook's up there." You know, like that kind of thing. It was never. It never stalled out. It never became the like the puzzle was figuring out where to go rather than what to do. The only time it stalled out for us and we literally had to look up a YouTube walkthrough was uh, there's this really cool scene where there's this clock tower and it's exploding. And oh, yeah, there's like you're caught up in the explosion. And my power at the time was I could rewind and fast forward time. So what I had to do is as I'm blowing up like literally you're getting sent flying through the air in this explosion i'm fast forwarding and rewinding time for sam where he had to jump between platform to platform so i'm like rewinding so pieces of debris are closer together so we had like somehow gone in like a that circle. was on me i i like no no it was both of us we, we were both we were that it takes two buddy it takes two hey hey there you go 
Um, but yeah, so there was like a period where we kind of did this like mini loop where we were back where we started, but we didn't realize. And then we were trying to go where we were supposed to go, but like we were skip trying to skip a whole big section. And then we're like, oh, like we like we weren't getting frustrated, but we're just like after like I don't know. 10 minutes almost probably we're just like all right fuck it like what's a youtube thing and then we're like oh we're at the begin oh it's that right over the- okay yeah we yeah I, I got turned around on a jump and then died and when it respawned because one thing i'll say that's nice about this game is it's very liberal with the respawn checkpoints it doesn't there were very few instances where when you die or you fail you have to respawn all the way back maybe in some of the bot no even boss fights had like a uh, good health gate with yeah health gate yeah. checkpoints yeah but yeah no i just got turned around and i was certain i was going one way and i think that kind of i was like okay so what are we doing here and you were looking at my screen like oh uh is it that thing there and i was facing the wrong way so that no was yeah we were doing it together though like that like that was that was on mm-hmm. both of us but yeah that was the only time where we're like all right like we're fucking banging our head against this like let's get through this yeah, I think that's the only time we looked up, it, right? And it was yeah, literally yeah. because we just looked in the wrong direction. Like generally, you could either brute force or just sort of take a moment and go, "Oh, okay, this is what we have to do." It, it, and it was very even too. Like you, mm-hmm. like there was like puzzles you solved many times, or puzzles yeah. I solved. Like it was definitely like a back and forth. Like I had my my like space cadet moments. Like you had your space cadet yeah. moments, where it's like, "Oh, obviously, you just put the key in the keyhole." Okay, and and. The puzzle difficulty level themselves, I would say, is very is as even as uh, as even as well. I guess I, I'm probably flubbing how to say that, because it never felt like a puzzle was too difficult, and it never felt that a puzzle was too simple beyond the like, oh, just keep grinding this and jump over something if you have to puzzles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just continuing, I guess, uh, for things we liked, uh, we went off a couple tangents there mm-hmm. <laughs> which is fine as we are uh, want to do yeah as we're talking about it takes two is the what the podcast yeah, is about. No i really really like the music i know multiple times through the playthrough i was like oh my god the music actually i've been listening to the soundtrack on spotify and there's like some really good tracks there's also like a lot of tracks where it's like kind of like very ambient music and like yeah. I, I always feel like you could like this people split soundtracks between like ambient like even for film scores and stuff where it's like kind of like the ambient scores but then also like the big kind of set piece moment scores i don't know um but yeah there's like multiple times throughout the game where i was like this music's great like um specifically i remember i really like there was uh you go inside like a like you shrink down to like a snow globe and you're like in this kind of like uh snowy mountain retreat kind of like swiss village almost um with these little toys in there yeah that, and, that was the gangster rap section right <laughs> yes that's that one had like this like really like cool like acoustic guitar i don't know i just i just really like that there's also um later in the game uh there's kind of like this music themed level and like that level has like a bunch of kind of like like it's very um like outrun synthwave vaporware kind of aesthetic and yeah. has like definitely some like synthwave beats going on those were that that music was really cool um the theme song with like the may kind of doing her uh, like that, oh, that we're one. getting into spoilers by the way mechanic spoilers but uh, actually you know what that song is right at the beginning i didn't even realize oh, it's it? actually right oh, at the okay. beginning interesting. yeah interesting so yeah so we're not we're not ruining it too much but uh i i yeah just overall i i love the music i thought the music was fantastic um i should ha- i i had the artist up and now whatever i can't find my phone so whatever. was it iced tea it was uh he took a break from CSI, whatever it was actually Ice Cube. Oh, okay. Ice Cube. Yeah, no, I can hear that. 
That literally. Oh, there it is. I'm just, I was sitting on my phone. Okay, perfect. The, I'll, I'll agree with that. The The music was good. Like, I like the music, uh, but I definitely don't have an ear for music in the sense of, oh, yeah, this music's really getting to me. I think the only soundtrack that I've ever really been, like, purposely sought out were, well, two soundtracks were Half-Life 2 and uh, the Mass Effect series soundtracks. I really like those composers, but, yeah, the music is very good in this, but I'm probably the wrong person to judge that exactly, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the the two artists are Christopher Eng and Gustav Grefberg that did the soundtrack. Sorry, I just wanted to shout them out really quick there. Eng and Gufberg. Classic duo. The classic duo. Uh, mm. They're pretty much, I think it's Millie Vanilli, but they changed their names. Wow. I can't. I cannot confirm. I cannot confirm. I cannot confirm. That is not true. As a lawyer for the uh, Mine Refinery Corporation, any comments said by Andrew Lancer do not reflect the opinions or thoughts of the Mine Refinery Corporation of itself. There we go. Now I can say I'm covering us legally, man. Covering us legally. Now we can never get sued. Perfect. Yeah, you got that right. So was there anything else that you uh, particularly liked about It Takes Two? Because I could keep going. (laughs) I liked the, like I said, I liked the art style. I didn't mind the gameplay. I enjoyed it overall, but I will say what I really was grooving on was the, the look of the game. Like how the game presented its environments and how each one was a stylized version of quote-unquote real environment it was a very good looking game uh the gameplay itself was fine it was it was good i'll say as a person who doesn't like platformers it was good for me because it was very very forgiving like i never i think maybe like twice three times at the most in the game was i like okay this is one of those gotta jump perfectly right kind of thing so i like that yeah no i mean i like the game overall but i wouldn't say anything else really blew me away beyond the artwork to be honest Okay, it, it's funny because uh, multiple times throughout the game, you commented on the graphics. Like you're like, "Oh, this is so beautiful." And like I did, yeah. obviously I did too. But very like, so, like very like multiple times, and then multiple times I commented about the music. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you bring up uh, like platforming, and you like you don't like platformers. I will say between the two characters, I feel like you. So you played as May, the mom, as I mentioned before, and I played as Cody, the dad. The biggest like they all like you. They were almost two completely different games, like between left and right. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about later um, a little bit more about that. But I feel like uh, you like May's kind of roles were definitely more uh inclined to be like the more platforming uh roles while uh like cody, like even cody like i could just tell the way cody moved he was more kind of like lumbering a little bit like yeah. less sure of his feet kind of like he kind of like weebled while like uh may was very like nimble she was like a almost like a ninja like the way she moved while yeah. like cody was kind of like, like she ran on her toes kind of business she yeah like, yeah so I, I don't know. I, I just thought that was cool. Just from like, like obviously you get to watching the other person's yeah. screen and how they move, and just seeing your character on my screen, uh, I could just see that like the characterization between two of the, the two of them between, you know, the way they move, the way they talked, the way they ran, jumped, whatever. Like I, I could tell like they each had their own characterization. Uh, I, I agree with that. Though I will say it's like saying uh it's 55 45 that may does more jumping like in the end cody still does jumping so if you're listening to this and going like oh maybe i should pick may because i prefer jumping or maybe i should pick cody because i prefer support it's not that cut and dry oh i wouldn't say it's that cut and dry i'm just saying i would say the majority not the majority like well yeah the majority i'd say definitely you had more platforming moments than i like obviously there's times where you're platforming together but if if we broke up into two roles a lot of the times I was like doing a thing to help you platform to a thing. Not to say that you yeah. never did that for me, but I'm just saying 
I would say maybe sixty five percent of the time you would you were doing the platforming if there was okay. a and I, I that feels about right I guess yeah okay so I was just gonna say so that kind of characterization between the two kind of leads into you know the characterization of the two uh, parents and you know themes of of the game I wanted to touch on that a little bit I personally thought that um, and this will also sway segue I guess a little bit into things we disliked where I thought the characterization between the two at times was a little bit over the top like in the way that in cutscenes they definitely tried to hammer home like this is May's character like this is Cody's character like May is very like pragmatic and very like organized and very um you know she's the one that goes and uh goes to her high uh power like high profile job and like you know high stress job while cody is you know he stays at home he likes to garden he's more kind of earthy he's less uh organized and like i just feel like those could have come out a little bit easier and a, like a little bit like a less less of a uh tell more of a show like more show don't yeah. tell I, I just felt like right off the top, it was like very like hit you over the head with like, this is the way May is. This is the way Cody is. I, I agree with that. I think actually the writing in the game, while not terrible, is definitely one of the weaker aspects. Uh, you have May, who is the stereotypical, like, I'm always never home because I'm always working. And then you have Cody, who's the lazy, doesn't really follow up on what he wants to do kind of thing. Like, and it, actually, as a sidebar to this, do we ever learn if Cody has a job at all? Like, does he? Oh, do uh, yeah, yeah. He's he stay at home. He stay. He she even says. I think early he's on, purposely a stay at home dad. Then, yeah, right? yeah. I th okay. I think he. I'm. I don't quote me on this, but I think he said something early on about like, oh, he sacrificed his job to stay at home or something mm -hmm. like that, or like yeah, that's, he, that sounds familiar. He said something about. I remember they really talked about him being a stay at home dad and her being like the breadwinner. If I don't know. If that's, yeah, but that's again, still this... a relevant term. The fact that we're not even 100% on that kind of goes to how they sort of, they showed too much of what they should have just, uh, sorry, they told too much of what they should have showed, and but they tried to show what they should have told in a weird way. Like I found, the actually I would say one of my biggest complaints with the writing in the game, and this is a little different than what we were just talking about, is, and you pointed this out, I remember you might have actually vocalized this first while we were playing, is the fact that the game was very much just like, every time you went anywhere, especially for the first half to like two-thirds of the game, it was like, you show up at a, a doll factory. That's not actually a place, but to give an example, and then like a doll's trying to kill you, and then one of them go, "Why'd you get that doll?" It's like, "Well, I didn't know it was trying to kill me." And then, then they get to the next place, of then the other one go, "Like, why'd you get that shotgun?" Yeah, and he was like, it, "I didn't know was she so was going to shoot." Weird. Me. It was like they, were, they, I don't know. I guess they were like trying to like place blame on each other, and they were trying to hammer that. Yeah, home. but it was so like every time, yeah, anytime, like like you said, anytime they were fighting something, the one of them would be like why'd you buy that? And like, it wasn't just once. I remember I brought it up and then it happened like three or four more times. Like after oh, it happened thing. a lot, it happened it, so much. Like the chessboard was like, well, why'd you, that's my mom's chessboard. Why'd you like, it was very, if it wasn't just, why did you buy that? It was also like, why did you do that? Oh, why did you do that? And, and like the vacuum I gotta cleaner, say, like, why didn't you fix that? Like, Oh, but why did yeah, you just bought a new on, one? Yeah. Why did you just buy a new one? Like that was like a double dose of that. For, for me, it was like, they did so much of that that by the time I didn't know how long it was going to last, but by the time I was about the two-third mark, I was, like, going, I don't think these two are right for each other. Like, they should not stay together. They have issues that, like, are with compatibility that are just, like, problematic, where they never try to have 
sympathy for or empathy for the other they're always like almost looking for someone to blame for their current predicament which in of itself is such a fantastical weird predicament assuming they're real people that you would think they would be like oh shit this is fucked up let's let's put our, that aside and try to work but it's kind of weird they adapt they accept their situation pretty quickly and then they just kind of bitch at each other for two-thirds of, of the game and then at the very last like 20 we haven't we haven't we're not are we well, jo- we're talking about the story we, 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 we gotta jump into spoilers then okay yeah, we well, gotta jump all right there you go here. we're we're jumping into spoilers now folks well, we already jumped into spoilers by saying like they don't get along, right? Like you know. No, well, that's not um, spoilers. That they're getting a divorce. That's the whole setup of the game. Of course, they don't get along. So by the last 15, 20% of the game, like I'd say, ever less, since it's ever since the end of the snow level. Yeah, it's uh, well, the snow level. They try to hit like oh, because I think what happened is the writers realized they got to a point and they were like, oh, you know what? These two characters have been sniping at each other for this entire game, and they just do something like a three sixty. So okay, to explain to the readers or readers because everyone reads a podcast, I am an old man. What it is is so they go to this snow globe level, which is like a sort of Alps-style, like, ski lodge sort of vibe to it. And in that place, they suddenly are like, hey, this reminds us of that place we went on the trip. Oh, yeah, this was great. I had a good time. Well, yeah, because they bought the snow globe on the trip that that Cody proposed to May on. Yeah, and it's very, like, I found that it was such a 360 from how they've been treating, or 360, which is right now, God, I am just fucking this shit up. It was such a 180 from I I noticed, but I didn't want to cut you off. Yeah, no, (laughs) I'm on vacation this week, folks, as we're recording it, like, so, I'm only half here. The other half of me is in the bathtub, just, like, reading a Dan Brown novel, and about halfway like they do such a spin and like oh you know we get along we get along we get along now it felt like the the writers were kind of like oh shit we've had them hating each other up till now so now we got to kind of oh no wait we love each other because we went to this one place and and by the end of it they show a definite affection for each other but it never felt wholly earned i always felt like it was a little bit like oh well they've been through the city we have to make them like each other it didn't feel natural to me yeah, I, I don't know. I think, like you said, like, they're definitely, like, like as you said, sniping at each other for, like, the first part of the game. They're definitely just, like, on each other's asses. Like, like we get it. Like, as I said, it is a little bit, like, I like where they went with it, and I like the arc, and I like the themes, and I like what they talked about. Like, they, like they talked about, you know, well, well, we'll get into themes a little bit more, but I feel like they just it was all done a little bit heavy-handed i feel like it could have been a little bit more subtle and it could have been teased out a little bit slower like um like as i was saying they they were sniping each other and then you get to the snow level where they're in this uh, snow globe and i feel like that was like an accelerate that whole level was like an accelerated them being like oh we actually like each other and then by the end of that level they're kind of like they they go to uh the top of this um kind of mountain and this like i don't know what that thing is like it's not a lighthouse yeah tower thank you snow lighthouse yeah snow lighthouse exactly i was like it's not a lighthouse but it kind of is but yeah this tower and then that's where cody proposed to may and they're like oh this is so nice blah 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 and um Ever, and then from that point on, they're kind of a little bit more. But then there's cool things like uh, there's a level in Cody's garden that had become overrun because he 
stop tending to his garden and then he's all like oh you know like you didn't support me with my garden and mm-hmm. then they I, I even said at the time like yo like you don't need to have support to like to, yeah. to do a thing you like and they talk about that they're like you should do things like they that's the kind of like the point of the level is like you should do things for yourself because you like them like you don't kind of need to have somebody else all the time being like oh this is so nice but at the same time they did talk about like it is nice it's like me you should kind of be like hey I enjoy your garden. Like you should be a little bit supportive, but like you don't need it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I found. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to no, 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 step on you. I, 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 it's funny you touched on it because that was actually I found the. I actually enjoyed the gameplay that section a lot. Oh, it was found, it was the most act that I would say that was the most like straight up action packed part of the game. And without giving too much away, it's interesting too because oh, we're on spoilers the, now, baby. Go nuts. Oh, we're on spoilers now. So it turns out Rosebud is his fucking sled, and. Up until this point, K, uh, K and Modi, because, you know, we have the Prime Minister of India in the game. Cody and May, whenever they enter a section, get defined as, okay, here is your power, and here is your power. And in this section, May gets two abilities that are pretty, that don't change. But what's interesting is Cody gets this ability where May waters these little pot, like these little patches of soil around the game that have like a little uh, plant uh sign i guess those were signs yeah yeah like little like yeah little signs like you see in a garden and it but they're different flowers so it was interesting because in one he uh he'd become a vine that sprouted uh leaves that uh may could jump on and in another the one actually i really liked i think was the patch of grass oh that was uh, that was so unique so unique i love that it it was a great level for that but that said explain explain the patch like kind of like the mossy patch of grass just real quick so yeah i I thought that was super cool Oh, yeah, it was great. I'm also a big stealth game fan, so it was wonderful for me. So May has to sneak past all these sleeping moles, and what happens is Cody gets planted and turns into this patch of grass that moves around. So I, as playing May, I had to stay within the patch of grass while he was... While because there was, like, and, crunchy leaves everywhere. Yeah, or, like, sea shells? shells? Yeah, shells, something like that. I, I actually thought for a while they were, like, the corpses of ants. Like, yeah, something. It was, there was crunchy <laughs> shit everywhere that you couldn't walk on, so I had to, like, become the, like, the grassy moss and, like, creep along exactly. slowly. And, it was great. and then you had to walk along top of me on top of the grass. And I remember being like, this is cool. I have never... Like, some of the... Like, as we're playing, I'm definitely like, oh, I've played this type of puzzle before. Like, oh, this is exactly like this level, like this mechanic from a de- like uh, Destiny raid. I'm like, oh, this has been done in Journey or something like that. But that was something where I was like, just I just wanted to shout that specific puzzle oh, out right. where I was like, holy shit, I have never done anything like this before. I thought about I forgot about the Golgoroth part of uh, it takes two. No, and... but no, there was like there was like a part that was like the exact bridge encounter from Crota, and I'm like, this is just the bridge encounter I... from Crota. Cheese that so many times I can't remember what the account is. I know that's like the, I know everybody cheesed it. The, the 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 story part of that one though is while the mechanics I loved the fact that Cody was like, well, you never liked my garden, man. It's like, dude, you're do, you should be doing it for yourself. Exactly. Even when at the end they say, well, May could be a little more supportive. I'm like, yeah, May could be a little bit more supportive, but unless May straight up like kicking the garden over and going, get back inside, I'm turning this into a parking lot. I don't think that may was really at fault in that one that seemed like a passion project for him that he should have been doing much in the same way that the singing section is may's passion and she shouldn't now she's dealing with stage fright there because singing's a little different than gardening in the sense of that you're interacting with other people when you do it and i kind of was a little more sympathetic for having cody try to be a source of motivation for her to do it but um 
Yeah, so that was that was the thing. But uh, the, again, the game's whole the whole relationship between the two was very not forced but kind of almost stereotypical of what you expect of two divorcing parents i actually i don't know if this is a time about about, to think about it but i thought of a better way to present this whole game but we can get to that yeah so basically overall the story i felt you know i don't even remember what do they say at the end do they get divorced are they like yeah we're okay well at the so at the end of the game i'm sure people are wondering who have never played the game and who never intend to play the game so at the very end of the game so after this kind of snow level there's a few more levels after that where they're you know building their relationship and getting kind of discovering how much they need each other and this and that and can me i pro- also point out that they're dropping fat beats at a djing at a concert oh yeah they're just like a little guitar hero part it was, it was dope. so they're building the relationship they're kind of realizing they need each other and the whole time i was convinced they were not going to get back together i'm like no that's too perfect like they're gonna not get back together they're gonna be like you know what we love each other we realize this now but we're gonna be a team for our daughter but we are gonna be better apart and i thought that was gonna be the kind of theme of the ending and so the ending happens and as they're still dolls they there's like a slow mo kind of like they're coming together and then as dolls they fully kiss they fully kiss and then it kind of like there's like a white flash of light and then they're back to their human selves and their daughter had run away this I fucking rose talk about like the fact that their pit rose is rose is an idiot child and her parents oh, like roses the rose her daughter <laughs> the, the daughter Cody's rose like, is the worst okay so sorry while they're in the uh the whole game playing their platforming and shit like the their human bodies are like cody's just sitting at a desk so i get rose being like oh try to talk to this person who's basically in a catatonic state and not get a response and she's like getting business. offended she's like her yeah. dad's like just like like asleep still like sitting up and she's like okay Oh, she doesn't see his face, so maybe he could. She could think he's ignoring. But the the mother is just lying out on the couch, like just sleeping, sleeping. like napping on the couch. And, she's like, Mom. like, why don't you? It's like, does she not understand what sleeping is? Has yeah. she never seen a human take a nap? Also, just oh uh, just quickly, they're like the human counterparts to like the dolls, like the mom, like May and Cody, and then the daughter Rose as humans. Mm. all look super uncanny valley they have this weird thing with yeah. their eyes i don't like the models you, you and, spend so much of the time as dolls that it's it's super underlined when you see them as humans as humans they do have this weird like as you said an uncanny valley even, even that in that you, first cutscene, i was like oh like well, no but that's before, what i'm saying like it's there and the fact that you don't have yeah. the time to get used to it go like okay like it's jarring humans look right, like yeah, the, yeah. yeah and when you, every time you say like oh my god so anyway, so I'm sure people are uh, listening, being like, oh, do they fucking get together or not? Yeah, Tell you me. see that we're building tension, something this game doesn't really No, do. they've already turned it off and fucking Wikipedia'd it. Um, um, so the dolls kiss, there's a white flash of light, and they're in the real world again, and they realize that their daughter, Rose, who's like eight, has run away, and she's wearing a sweet windbreaker, and mm. she she's at the bus stop. And they're like, no, wait. And then they like get her from the bus stop. And they're like, no, wait, like, let's go home. And then they like, it's like kind of left ambiguous, but they kissed as dolls. And like, I don't know, they never fully say we're getting back together, but I'd say it's heavily implied that they're getting back together or not. Yeah. Sorry, staying together. I keep saying, yeah, staying together. Yeah. They, they never get a divorce. They're, they're like, we're going to get a divorce. So Part they're going to stay together. With, with the kids like... I'm going to leave now. Don't worry. I've got a bag of chips and the crackers. I'll be fine. It's and like, my sweet windbreaker. <laughs> it's it, oh my god. But uh, yeah, it was like okay. Can I level with you, Andrew? Can hit I, me with can hit, hit me with the truth bomb. 
I'm a child of divorce. When my parents separated, I remember being shook up and wondering, like, will I have two Christmases? Do they love me? Is it my fault? It was a lot for a 21-year-old to process. And... <laughs> Sorry, that was, a, that was, that was almost a great. People have been divorced, but I'm a child of divorce. I I knew um, you were. I knew your age, and I was like waiting for it. That's yeah, sorry, yeah. Go on. Right, there you go. So go on. But go but on. I gotta say, like, um, one of the things about this game is it kind of feels like it's trying to say almost they need to stay together for the kid because it feels that's like why that's why I thought the they were gonna goal. be. And that's why I thought they were gonna be separated at the end, or they were gonna get the divorce. Yeah, like because you know what the truth is when I when my parents got divorced, I was like, oh, how long have you guys been staying together for me and my sister? Like, was, like because you know it's sort of like like did you were you guys feel like this all the way? And one of the things that made me realize is that you know what I hate to say is people fall out of love. Like sometimes relationships just end whether there yeah. is an external stress or. Like a lifestyle stress, like for example, maybe always being away, Cody being a dude who couldn't even do his garden. What does he do? That single dad, stay at home dad. Uh, hey, that's a full time job in itself. Of itself, come on. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I I feel like maybe Cody could have gotten a job and May could have back on her hours. Yeah, Cody wouldn't have been home all the time for the kid, but May would have been had. You don't know their dynamic. Her. No, I, no, no, I, yeah, I, I, I don't even what know what saying. her job I is. I think she's an engineer. Question mark. Did she say that? I feel like she's an engineer. Maybe. maybe. She's like very, but, but, yeah, it would make sense. She's like very pragmatic. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the game has a very much a like, oh, these two should be together for the kid. That's kind of like, or at least to me, that's what I felt was the underlying no, subtext. No, I don't know. I feel like and, the, it was, it was like falling back in love. I think you kind of touched on it with like the falling out of love. And I think, yes, the, there was an aspect of the Rose and they talk about Rose a lot, but it was definitely it like, it takes two. It's not called it takes three checkpoint um sorry checkmate checkpoint? <laughs> I, know. I know whatever sorry, are we going back to that comment if we die now like, oh i'm having a heart attack what anyways what was this about um it takes uh two check one checkmate uh it takes two not it takes three because you said it's all about staying together for the kid yeah that would i did be the heart three. attack joke because i died and then came back at your checkpoint you did thank god that's why we're oh. here we don't have to restart oh. the podcast I, I, I didn't know what that was. I was actually so confused. Now I get it. Anyway, so I want to move on. Uh, characters. What do we that think you about... you shouldn't have me as a co-podcaster. Trying to move on still. Um, <laughs> so, what do we think of some of the auxiliary characters? What did we think about Dr. Hakim, the love you book? fuck. You know my answer to that. Relationship! Relationship! <laughs> you got to fix your relationship! Hey, Galen, it's the Drifter! Uh, it's very, like, every time he was on screen, it was like, oh. Okay, so first of all, every time he popped on screen, so he's this, like, sentient love book. With, uh, like, and when a, we say love book, we mean a book about relationships, not a love Yeah, book. not like, it's not like a, like a, like a porno mag. Um, no. forums. Uh, yeah, and he has like a vaguely Doctor Hikim. I couldn't believe this would happen to me. Yeah, he has like a vaguely like Spanish or like Mexican accent. I'm not sure. Like, I would it's say it's like Mexican. a Latin accent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Latin. I, I, I guess he's know. like a Latin lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like very like it's over the top. Like you can tell it's oh, by it's some so like bad. white. And like the anytime he popped on screen, he this like pur- purple puff of smoke. And like the the cutscenes weren't pre-rendered; they were like actually like in-game cutscenes. So like anytime there's like purple puff of smoke, he just like tanked my frames during the cutscenes. So like anytime and that's my why frame... you hate him. No, no, I I enjoyed him. But anytime my my frames yeah. tanked, I'm like, oh, Doctor Hakim's coming. Um, <laughs> 
coming anyway. Uh, so, oh, boo. <laughs> boo. Audience, everyone who's listening to the podcast, I don't care what you're doing right yeah, now. That's not like, just purple dishes, smoke. That's what I'm saying. saying. J- just start booing wherever you are right now. On three. Ready, everybody? One, two, three. Boo. That's some high quality particle effects. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. I, I kind of liked him. He was a little annoying, but like, I feel like he was annoying on purpose. And I was like, I rolled my eyes that at him. make it better. I know. I just like rolled my eyes at him. And I just, I don't know. I laughed. Can I say my opinion about him? Yeah, of course. Dr. Hakeem is like one of the worst characters I've been in a video game because A, super fucking annoying. I So annoying. Just, you know what? Hit that YouTube set. Relationship. And you're like, oh, it's a relationship. You got to fix your relationship. Yeah. You need and he's there all the time. And, like he's throughout uh, the whole game. He's like every 20 minutes you're hearing a little bit about him. Or the from only him. good thing, and actually, I've read. I'm definitely paraphrasing some reviews I read about this game when uh, doing a final research for this. The only good thing about him is the fact that he signifies something's going to be changing. Like there's going to be something. You're either entering a new area or you're going to get a new power for yeah. the most part. Like that was the only good thing. But he was so annoying, and he was also a dick. Like when we tried to go kill our child's toy, he told the guards that we were there to kill our child's toy. One of the most disturbing scenes I've seen in a video game. I wanted to talk about, that's what I want to talk about next. That's a good segue, actually. Let's just go right to that, man. Oh, wow. Okay, so there's a scene fucked. where you you have to, so Rose, the, 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 the daughter, cries onto her dolls, and her tears are essentially what start this transformation of her parents into the dolls. So they want to become humans again so they think oh we got to make may cry again which is kind of fucked up so they decide um they have to make their daughter cry so how they're going to make their daughter cry is they have to kill her childhood to- uh her childhood toy which is like the stuffed elephant so there's a level where you're like chasing down this elephant this little stuffed elephant who's like super sweet super nice and you finally get this elephant and then they're like, okay, we have to kill this elephant. So you're like dragging this elephant to like the edge of a cliff. And it's like some like Quentin Tarantino shit. Table. Oh, sorry. 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 Edge edge well, it's like, it's essentially at the edge of a cliff. Yeah, like no. it's, it's a table, but like they're tiny. So it's, it's huge. So they're like dragging this like elephant. And this elephant's like, please stop. Like, what are you guys doing? And you're like dragging this elephant. Like as you're dragging the elephant, like arms are ripping off, like Doesn't legs are it ripping get, like, off. Like a, st- a scissors in its ear or something or a pen. And that like pegs down the ear. And they just keep pulling. They rip the. Like the, the ear off the ear. yeah like, oh it's like God. fucking morbid and the whole time you and i are just like uh i don't feel good about this i mean i guess happening? i gotta push forward on the controller yeah there was literally nothing like you could drag the body or just not drag the body like yeah. like or not the body it's, it was still alive and you fucking yeah. you huck the elephant off the cliff like like yeah. like you do it like there's no like that's if you want to beat the game you gotta hook that elephant off the cliff it's not kind of like should you do this yes or no it's you do it and that was like a super creepy moment and there's some creepy moments there's like that kind of like jack-in-the-box thing like oh, that, that thing thing's was, super yeah, that creepy like, uh... there's like i wouldn't say that it's like a horror game I, but like there's i can like... only think of those two spots that were really yeah fair. like uh but yeah, it's it's it was kind of funny. Just this like this weird tone shift where you're just like, I'm sorry, we have to do this. Oh, and by the way, it works. It makes you the, the, your daughter cry, and then you have a shot like, having just murdered this elephant of like these two dolls dancing under the tears, going, Yeah, that's it. Rose, cry more. Give me your tears. And it's like, it's yeah. As a parent, 
you if if any of our listeners are parents, and I know some of them are, uh, you might want to. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You're forewarned. <laughs> Parental advice from Sam Hall. Here we go. Parental discretion. Parents should probably not play this game. Uh, were there any other characters you could think of that you really enjoyed? Or no, really... they were they were pretty. It was pretty much just a three hander i guess it was like may cody i guess rose but she was just kind of like oh you're you're you're..." first of all she's got to be thinking her house is haunted right because like a clock fixes itself the snow globe suddenly comes alive and no one's there a plant just suddenly goes from wilted to blooming uh what else there was like two or three other things like that where it's like rose doesn't even know what she had for breakfast (laughs) yeah no rose is not does she blink I don't think she blinks. I don't know, man. There was like some really uncanny valley going on. She's staring at you, and it's like, I've seen into the void where all souls end, and I have seen the darkness that will happen when the universe slows down and spreads itself so far apart that not even molecules have a gravitational attraction to each other. Just the darkness at the end of existence when everything is too far from everything. Okay, okay, okay. We're we're rounding on an hour here. Um,. (laughs) has <laughs> stopped us before i think our record's an hour 15 let's go for an hour 20 okay i'm just gonna throw it out there favorite mm-hmm. moment what was your favorite moment or moments of the game my two favorite moments because they're both kind of similar though different uh the kale- the kaleidoscope trip and the actually the very last one the one that i was like oh come on why isn't this game over um where you have to get an audience for rose that's sort of like going through the uh glow stick club which was very like wow psychedelic and synth wave uh kind of vibes to it it was those are really good i'd say like overall a lot of the game was fun i can't really think of uh, i'll be honest okay if i can say one thing i didn't like is we're gonna get on to that okay so yeah so favorite moments uh the audience like the 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 music one was good and that audience part at the end is very good and the kaleidoscope one was just kind of fun because it sort of distorts your view a bit and like it's really interesting what they did with it not super unique but just really interesting how about you so my favorite obviously i was gonna say the kaleidoscope the kaleidoscope was fucking rad it was dope as fuck that was so cool like you're you kind of like go inside all these different toys and you like hop inside of a kaleidoscope and it's like obviously super trippy like things are like you know all like breaking apart it's like all like kaleidoscopy it's all psychedelic it was really fucking cool the music part was really cool too i really like that um one of my favorite moments was actually do you remember in the clock level where you just beat this whole big part? It's probably about halfway through the clock tower level and you're walking and all of a sudden it goes it like the camera. So there's once in a while. So as I said, it's always split screen. There's very few times. I probably say a handful of times, maybe, you know, less than 10 for sure, where the game kind of goes full screen and you're both on the same screen. So you beat this one part in the clock tower and then the game goes full screen and it kind of pans around and then it becomes kind of like a side view. And we were just running across like the bottom third of the screen and then we were like just kind of on top of this huge backdrop of the clock tower with like a giant clock face. And it just looked absolutely stunning. Oh, yeah. Inside the clock tower. Yeah. yeah. For some reason in my head, I was thinking of the snow globe. Yeah. No, that was actually a really good part visually. Yeah. And the, that, that whole clock just, tower section looked good. Yeah. The whole clock tower section looked good. But I don't know. It was just such a nothing moment where it was like, it was probably just a loading screen, honestly. But mm. it was just like a little transition moment between two kind of areas, two puzzles, two set pieces, whatever. And there was just a little bit of dialogue between the two and it was just such a like throwaway moment but i was just like god damn this is gorgeous but probably my number one favorite moment of the game and this took me really by surprise and i was really 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 just had a big 
smile ear to ear was the kind of it the game turns into almost like a diablo type game oh yeah, yeah, yeah where i became kind of like a mage where i had these like freezing blasts where i could like freeze enemies and freeze like fireballs to like make pathways and then you became kind of this like almost like uh kind of like assassin ninja type thing where you had you could like dash around and like use your sword i was and... wearing plate armor ninjas and assassins okay whatever armor. they're know. class restricted armor. fine rogue you were like a rogue or something no no rogues also can't wear plate armor i'm a fighter maybe a paladin no, you weren't a paladin. You had no. You had no. Uh, you you had don't no know what my alignment is. You had no spells. That's not the key part about being a paladin. Being you need good some spells. Up for what's right. I was standing up for what's right. I was lawful good. I was a paladin. Go on. Anyway, so that was one of my like that only lasted how long? Maybe like twenty minutes ish. Oh, not even. It was actually pretty brief. I remember when that it kind of came and went, and I remember going like, "Oh, I wish that had been longer." Yeah, I wish it was a little longer too. Like I get it. Like the, the game constantly like this isn't something we really touched on, but the game was constantly changing up its mechanics, like yeah. constantly evolving. Like you never did the same thing twice. It was always. Like every area you came upon, you're like, okay, this is a new area. What's going on? What's the puzzle? What's the mini game? We're going to go through, we're going to figure it out. And you're always getting some new mechanic. Like every time you enter a new area or a new level, uh, be it like the snow globe, the clock tower, the, the, uh, the tree, whatever, you're always getting some new power at the beginning of the level, be it like a grappling hook, be it, um, you know, the, the, the plant power, uh, be it, you know, like the, the, I was shooting the honey, you were throwing the matches, you get some power at the beginning of a level. And then it's like how you utilize, utilize that power throughout the, uh, the level and you use it in different ways. And there are some games that use it and there are like some mini games or some puzzles that use it, some that don't, but like, it's never the same twice. It's mm-hmm. constantly evolving. There's always these little moments like all of a sudden we're on a bird. Like all of a sudden we're yeah. doing like a Diablo thing. All of a sudden, like there's these like almost like little mini kind of things. And then additionally, there are little like the game is all about cooperative play. But then there are these little mini mini games mini mini games there are all these little mini games throughout the game sprinkled through where you see like a little tambourine and then you go head to head in these mini games and some of them are kind of shitty some of them are just like whatever chess or just there's like button mashing but then there's some that i'm like do you remember that tank one where it was like you and i in a tank and you kind of like charge up your shot to like line it oh, up yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i'm yeah, like good. i was like honestly you flesh this out a little bit this could be its own game like, I love that tank one. I would go back and play that. It actually sounds like a game from the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah, honestly, it probably is. It probably is like a takeoff of some... Like a fancy 3D version of this. Yeah. yeah. No, those mini games were fun, but I'm going to say, like, first of all, you kicked my ass on. I think I won, like, two out yeah, of Yeah, you won a couple. 14, you won a couple. Yeah. Like, I... And then there was I'm going to say I'm not the biggest fan of them, and I think it's less to do with their quality and more to do with me being a shitty loser, like a poor loser, so... Yeah. Well, also, like you said, you were like, if I like sat down and like learned the mechanics of these games, I might like them better. But it's like we were just like, okay, what's this game? Let's play it once. All right, let's move on. Like, yeah, we're not sitting there fucking playing any game more than once. Even like the chess game, we got up to the chess game. We're like, what is oh, this? We. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go go ahead. We're just like, what is this chess? No, we don't want to play a full game of chess. Yeah. No, thank you. 
But yeah, so it's just one of those things where like the game was just constantly evolving, constantly on this forward trajectory. And I think that's also why there wasn't a lot of like hidden stuff and like little yeah. side nooks and crannies because there it is a very forward momentum game. Even the way you move, like the way you move is like very kinetic. They got the movement down really nice. There's like a double jump. There's like a, like a little kind of like dash, like a little roll type thing. And like, I don't know, the one thing I did say, I mentioned multiple times about the mechanic, the, uh, the gameplay mechanics, like the actual like controls. When you do a jump and you land you're not still running you have to hit the run button again and it always just i don't know maybe there is a setting where you could toggle that on and off but that always annoyed me where whenever you landed you have to like hit the run button again yeah yeah that's not a mechanic that's or an issue that's unique to this game when that happens in real life i, I like for a game to remember what speed i'm traveling at until i come to a full stop like if i'm jumping over stuff i want to remember that i'm running or walking or whatever yeah yeah no i, I agree with you on that yeah yeah, so I guess we'll move on to uh, least favorite moment of the game. Sure. Uh, for me, it was the, the... It's not individual moments, it's a section. The whole part where I cloned myself and you stopped time. Now, that section was beautiful. That's That was the clock tower section we were uh, mentioned earlier. It's a very beautiful section. It's got very, very baroque, ornate... Sorry, that's my cat scratching a couch in the background. Uh, look to it. But there was something about it. It felt like the least kinetic because i think what it was is was both powers were about staying still like you couldn't adjust time while moving and i could drop yeah. a clone but i was just going to like it sort of it didn't have the same sort of forward momentum that the rest of the game had so, i'll agree that? with that yeah Seriously i'll 100 percent agree with that yeah um but i would say yeah other than that and occasionally the bickering between the two characters got a little much and when dr hakeem would show up and purposely say like oh this is all you need to do oh now you need to do this now you need to do this or oh here's the thing nah just kidding go take off and do some puzzles and challenges and then i like it, it it had little problems but i will say there wasn't a point where i was like i fucking hate this game stop this fucking game it was more just like eh, yeah i'm not a big fan of what's going on right now but the game accrued enough goodwill with me that i was willing to sort of sit through whatever was mildly annoying me and then just move on and generally whatever it was went away and even the whole like uh time motion cloning section while not my favorite mechanic definitely wasn't like unbearable by any stretch it was just like oh yeah I, this isn't hitting with me like the uh exploding honey one was how about yourself? Well, just to touch on what you said, actually, I didn't even think of that, but that is 100%. Like, that clock tower area is all about, like, there is kind of, like, a frenzied pace toward, like, of the game up until that point. And at that mm -hmm. point, I guess it is kind of time, like, kind of time standstill. I don't know. Maybe. Thematically, maybe, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, like, also, like, yeah, it, there's definitely less of a kinetic action to that, that uh, section. And... Like you said, my power was that I could control time, like move time back and forth. Other than that explosion puzzle, which was actually pretty cool once we yeah. went to YouTube and figured out yeah, we were just we trying to we go doing, backwards. We're like, oh, this is good. We're not idiots. Yeah. No, we are idiots. This yeah. is good. Uh, that part was actually like I was controlling time. I was like like rewinding the explosion back and forth mm -hmm. to like put plate pieces into place. The other puzzles were like, oh, there's like a bird that fell down and I have to like rewind the bird falling down back and forth. It was almost like all the puzzles relied on placement of objects i could have almost like you like had like a force power to move objects as opposed yeah. to controlling time like time was almost inconsequential it was more like the object moving than it was like manipulating time yeah it'd be like you'd have to pull something down 
wait for me to jump on then push it up it never yeah. really like the, that ex, it's funny you should mention that explosion puzzle i did find was the highlight because it's the one time where your power felt like oh i'm actually really controlling time and there's this whole exactly fictional sense of pressure and attention because we're in the middle of an explosion and that was interesting that, that yeah was you're literally the like part. there's like a timeline you're literally like rewind i'm like rewinding it back and forth I'm like it would be a cool mechanic i just feel like for the most part in that section, the puzzles, yeah. it just wasn't implemented very well. It was kind of like a cool idea that just didn't really get off the ground. I don't know, for whatever reason, maybe technical issues, budget issues. I have no idea. But like, I just feel like it could have been implemented a little bit better. I've played other games where, you know, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, whatever, where the time mechanic was done a little bit better. But I don't know. I feel like it just could have been done a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. As far as least favorite moments of the game, I would say... I'd probably say about a third through the game. What level was it where you like, you're like in this like section and then there's like three rooms and then you have to like go to each room and like do like a puzzle in each room. And then you're like, okay, cool. Now we get sucked up this teleporter. And then there was three more rooms and I'm like, okay, that was a bit, what level was that? I don't even really remember what we would do. It was like, it's we would like really go through like, bells. we would go through like a portal and then we would like fly and then we would like land somewhere. Oh, right. The one. Um, oh, it was like space. It was a space. Yeah. Yeah. Those were weirdly like uneven. Like one would be dirt simple. One would be like, you got to kind of pay attention. I mean, I didn't mind those. I didn't mind those. I didn't but mind I them. Say... It's just when I got to like, once I did three, I'm like, all right, going on to the next area. And then we got up and then there was three more. I was just like, come yeah. on. Yeah. I, I'm going to say with this game overall, there wasn't a lot of like catastrophic or abysmal or abyss abyssal lows uh but there wasn't also a lot of like stratospheric highs it was very much a game where it was like oh yeah this isn't so oh, great i would disagree oh, i would, I would, I, I would I say know. it was like there was a bunch of highs and like i don't know i would say like maintain that quality pretty much all the way through like i'm nitpicking like that's like i'm like that was my least favorite part that i had to do three rooms over and not over again but i had to do three more rooms like i'm trying to nitpick like that's i brought like and i'm saying moment obviously I, we talked about you know the characters and the pacing and the story and whatever but i'm saying moments that that was probably the one oh also what was that boss fight we did where i fell through the ground and then i just couldn't like i couldn't get back up Oh yeah, that was in the um, that was the chessboard fight in the uh, Diablo section. Yeah, there that was a chessboard. Yeah, that fight. was weird. That was a weird bug. That was and it happened low. twice, and I was just like, yeah. "This is fucking annoying." And then whatever, I, I we just got through it by me not falling. But it was just like, usually, so like the mechanic is when so if both of the characters die like if my character and your character die then it's a wipe and we restart at the last checkpoint. But if one of us dies, the other person can mash triangle to get back to life. So that's what would happen. It's like if one dies, it's like, oh, stay alive. And then the other guy's like mashing triangle to if get back in. If you're in combat. In. Yeah, if you're in combat, yeah. If you're outside of combat and just walk around, you fall off the edge, you just reappear. It's, it's very, very forgiving. Game. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. That, that's specifically in boss fights and stuff. And there were some really cool boss fights, some like big set, mo set piece moment boss fights. I would have liked one more big set piece boss fight, to be honest. I feel like they owed us one more. There was a bunch of like mini boss fights. It feels like the boss fights kind of stopped about a halfway or two-thirds of the most way through the game like there weren't really there was that one at, there was that the one end, plant at the end that was kind of like a boss fight but it was almost like one of the microphones but even that was less boss fighting more just do a mechanic while under a slight amount of pressure 
Yeah, I don't know. I'd I'd say like yeah. the B, like the B was a pretty good boss fight. I'd say I like yeah. that. I like that boss fight. Like there's like you fight like this like queen bee and like this like robot suit. And, like that's like a cool boss fight. But yeah, I mean, just overall, I just really liked it. I think there was like some really great set piece moments. There's these like certain areas through the game where you come to this like big hub area where you're like in this like snow covered village or you're like in this kind of like castle area and it's like this almost like this big almost hub world that kind of like almost exists for no reason like there's a bunch of little kind of not mini games but like little like interactions you can do throughout the level but it's like there's one puzzle in that area but it's a very big space for one Mm -hmm. puzzle it definitely like lends itself to like being explored but i'll say when you do the exploring there isn't really that much there no no there isn't it's definitely uh, i mean it's exploring not for like a purpose it's exploring for exploring's sake you know what i mean yeah and like that's what i'm saying it's it's almost there for like no reason it's just like this like big beautiful area which my frames always got a little sketchy in those big areas yeah mine took a dip there too but yeah i would say like overall like i really really liked the game i thought it was beautiful like you said i thought the music was great just overall just a fantastic experience i really really enjoyed myself um it was fun playing with you it was fun like cutting it up and laughing and whatever and like realizing how stupid we were once we find out like like the solution (laughs) to a puzzle we've been stuck on for the past like five minutes or whatever and like you know there was times where like you solved it there was times i solved it and it's just i don't know i thought it was a really fun game to play with a friend and i think that if you have a friend that plays if you and your friend play games i think there's no way that you guys would have a bad time playing this game i'd agree with that for the most part though i definitely didn't like it as much as you did i didn't hate it but again i'm not a platformer guy so just you did all right for the, the platforming to be, oh, to I be quite honest i'm not terrible platformers i just don't enjoy them like I, I don't mind I get, I get doing the jumping sort of thing, but I just find sort of whatever. But I say it's, it's not your jam. It's not your jam. I don't like I don't like fucking survival games. Like I get it. You just yeah. You can appreciate them, but it's not your jam. Exactly, and I think actually like just overall the game is fine, and uh, I almost recommend just if you're playing with someone talking through the cutscenes because you're not really gonna learn anything. You don't get a vital clue or something we watched the cutscenes ish we also definitely chatted during some cutscenes we like, watched we... more at the start but i think about halfway through we started talking way more through the cutscenes well because but... it's also just fucking people complaining and then hakeem being like and again like i think my biggest issue with the game isn't the gameplay itself but is the story narrative they have hanging on it and i just wanted to say just throw out this quick little idea before we wrap up here what i think would have worked better is not a divorced couple but, like, friends who are growing apart, like, two, like, sort of tween kids or something like that, who maybe one's moving yeah. away or they're in Ooh. separate crowds, and they kind of got to work together to get out of this situation because it just sort of, like, it, I don't know. Like, it, I, I didn't find the May-Cody dynamic interesting, and it felt more like this would have been better if it was two friends trying to work together. Like, maybe uh, maybe it's a bully and the kid he bullies, and then they feel like, oh, shit, we got to work together to get out of this. You know, something like that. I felt the whole... Parents are getting divorced. Here's a story about working together. It, I I felt it fell uh, fell a little flat. That's all. Yeah, I would say, like as I said, it was it was a good idea. It just could have been executed yeah. a little bit better. That's why I wouldn't give this game like a ten out of ten. I'd give it like I'd give it an eight out of ten, like a solid. This is like a seven out of ten for me. Yeah, I'd give it like a solid, probably like eight point four out of ten. But like like I said earlier, um, have you seen the movie Wreck It Ralph two or Ralph yeah. destroys the internet? So spoilers for that movie. Um, obviously gets destroyed Shh. it's still here i think um but anyway so that movie is all about like 
okay, we're good friends, but like we've ch- we've both changed and mm-hmm. we can't stay friends and we're going to be apart, but like, you know, we still love each other, we still care for each other, but we're going to be apart and that's what I really thought the message was going to be at the end of the game. And I thought it was going to be they were going to see each other's point they were going to be supportive of each other they're going to do what's best for their daughter but they're going to realize that they were better for their daughter apart and they were better for themselves apart and i really thought up until like the music like the last section of the game the last Mm -hmm. level is kind of this like music level you're like you know gathering gatherings uh an amp and or sorry a microphone and whatever for may so she can do her singing because she like lost her passion for singing so anyway so during that section they like it's pretty much hammered home like they're yeah they're for sure staying together mm-hmm. as i said they never fully come out but it's quite implied anyway so i just i i i will agree that i wouldn't say it fell flat i would say that's maybe overstating it a little bit i just think it could have been handled a, not handled a little bit better it just could have been more subtly done more of the show don't tell um less of like hammering you over with like the tropes of what the characters are hammering you uh, hammering you over the head with you know this like i don't know it just it just could have been more subtle like as i was yeah. saying yeah i'd agree with that and i think i just disliked it because of that more than you did that's all but again it's fine and i would recommend if you have somebody that you like playing video games with yeah, this is a fun way to blow a 10, 12 hours or so. Yeah, I think I just checked. I think I were like a 13.7. Let me pull, pull up Steam here real yeah. quick. Uh, 13.4. So we beat the game in 13.4 hours. We definitely... Really? My Steam says 26.7. What the hell? Really? Yeah, this is odd. No, it says 13. I'm not looking at it. I'm just... Oh, my God. I was like, is it adding both our times together or something? Um, I have a new friend I've been playing with. Wow. Nuffs and Burfs with Sam Hall and his new friend. Boyan. So yeah, so yeah. It, like it's it's like a it's like a I'd say I don't know, we took our time at first. I'd say the last like couple sections, I wouldn't say we rushed through it because you can't. I was beat rushing it. through it. Well I wanted it to be done. By the time we got to the snow globe, I was like, well, also, I'm enjoying this, but I want to be out of here. We also work like I feel like like that last big session we did, we did a last like what, like big like four hour push to beat it yeah. at the end. I feel like if that was broken up into like two or three play sessions, it would have been less of like a this is going on too long. I mean, obviously, I wanted it to end, too, because I'm just like, all right, like I'm we got to fin- we got to finish this for the podcast because we wanted to cram this in. We wanted to beat it before we re- we uh, reviewed it, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We had to. I think, yeah. Yeah. Like so obviously we were kind of cramming in the last couple hours, like the last bunch of hours into one play session, which I feel like that would have been the whole you wishing it was over would have been mitigated a little bit if we played that in two or three sessions. I agree with you, but I will say part of me was like, okay, you know what? I've had enough of this, just the game itself by the time we got to the snow globe. Not not as aggressively as I make that sound, but definitely a little bit like, okay, you know what? I, I wouldn't mind this ending now, so I can just not have to play this again. I was okay with it. Like, it's a big, meaty game. Like, to be honest, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of content here. You, you get your money's worth. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's cheap. And then that will that brings me up to my very last question before we finish up. Would you play this again, switching roles? Now, as I said earlier, no. each, <laughs> no, each character... You take a role, like you're this, you do this, you have this thing, like every puzzle, you pretty much have a role in that puzzle and yeah. it's not going to really switch unless it's like a free form puzzle where it's like, oh yeah, you do this, I do this or whatever. But for the most part, it's like you have a role for a whole level. 
the thing is with this game you're always to, well you're not always but like 95 percent of the time you're together working on puzzles together so switching it up isn't like going from well to use our mini diablo example a fighter to a major it's like oh it's a different new game it's like no it's the same game i'm just standing over here and instead of doing this i'm doing that you know like it, i don't think there's I enough know, of a difference with that. i would disagree well with that. i was strong i actually feel pretty strong about this i don't think this is a well one game. well one you're shooting the matches the one i'm globbing the shit one you're shooting yeah uh, but you were both aiming at the same thing right like you're still you're throwing the glob on the thing i'm trying to shoot the thing like it's it's not there isn't enough difference between the two. Plus, also the fact that I was with you the pretty much the whole time watching you do the things. It's like I experienced your side a bit as well. I don't. Th- I don't. Saying. I don't know. I, I, but I'm also again. I would not play this game again. I would definitely play this. I, w- I would love to play it uh, as Maze, um, as Maze character all the way through again. I think. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, I it's just like seeing what you were doing. There's a lot of times where I was like, "Oh, that's so cool! I wish I was doing like the like the one part where I'm like shooting like the magnets, and you're like swinging off like the magnets as Ooh, I, I shoot found them." That kind of frustrating, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. There's just like certain things that you were doing where I was like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. that looks cool! I wish I was doing." Oh, no, that. I get that. But again, I'm not a fan of this game type in the no, first place. So you're I not, think playing it once, do it. I we're gotcha. good. I would 100 play it through again. Um, I don't know. I'd have to find somebody who's willing if you're uh if you're willing to play it takes two with me hit me up in the dms we'll play oh look a tumbleweed just went through the dms oh no no that shit's bumping no i'm kidding it's dry as heck um (laughs) anyway speaking of dry goodbye i can't wait for this okay goodbye relationship